Hi, I'm Annie Fitzsimmons. I'm your Washington Realtors Legal Hotline lawyer. And this series is a look at what the conversation between a buyer broker and a buyer may actually look like in light of the October 3rd forms changes. There is a vid there's a series that um, was released previously entitled Industry Evolutions. If, you're, if you've not already experienced that series, you should. That series explains why these changes have happened in the forms and ultimately in the, in the operations of the industry itself. Uh, and then the, also the nuts and bolts of what the changes are. I'm joined in this video series, which we're entitling Conversations Around Buyer Broker Compensation. It's a bit of a double entendre because I get to have conversations with my friend here who hasn't yet been introduced, uh, but she is helping you understand what your conversations with the buyer will actually sound like or may actually sound like regarding buyer broker compensation. So with no further delay, let me introduce to you Davina Clardy. Davina, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Oh, thank you. Well, I first want to say thank you for having me here. This is an honor just to be thank in this space you. with you. So thank you, Annie. Um, my name is Davina Clardy, Clarity. It either, either or works. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, you're fine. Um, and I am the um, one of the owners of the John L. Scott um, franchise. We call ourselves John L. Scott Talent Group, and we are in Pearson, Thurston Counties, Lacey, Olympia, uh, DuPont, and Tumwater are our offices. How many offices do you have? Four. Four <clears throat> offices. Four offices, and how many brokers? About 80 brokers right okay, now. Okay, so you are here, you at least have the potential to hear from a lot of mm -hmm. brokers around this topic. Are you hearing from brokers? Yes. Um, you know, honestly, I'm surprised that we're not hearing more conversation that we, we, that, than we are hearing. We are asking questions and we are bringing up this definite concern of Do, do you think brokers aren't yet aware? Think, yeah. So, so here's what I want brokers to know. Our industry has been through forms changes before. Mm -hmm. We've been through other changes before. I who always downplays the changes. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, our industry is resilient, you're gonna get through this, and I still do believe that, of course. But I will tell you, this change is substantively different than other forms changes. Yeah. This isn't a forms change that you can learn the day before the forms change happens so that you know a different way to explain a form to the buyer or the seller. Mm -hmm. This forms change will change the way Brokers do business. Is that an overstatement? No, I think you are right in line. Um, and the problem is that if brokers don't get ahead of it, they are going to get potentially just wiped out in regards to they could they could get to the end of a transaction and not get paid. They could get to the end of a transaction and not get paid. Did you hear that? Brokers who aren't prepared for this change on October 3rd could get to the end of a transaction and not get paid. That's not an overstatement. That's not a false statement. That's scary. That's scary. Mm -hmm. That is scary. And so I understand why there is this, the con this concern in the industry, but I do want to start by saying, however, for the broker 
who is paying attention now mm -hmm. and learning what's important to know about these changes and how to get ahead of them, to use your words, because I like that, that broker is going to be fine. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Absolutely. So, so here's, here's the worst case scenario. <clears throat> October 3rd gets here. Broker is not aware of or familiar with the forms changes. They sit down with their form 21. They fill it all out. They don't notice anything different. They get down to line 16 and they go, well, that's a new number. And line 16 says, seller has offered compensation in the amount of, and there's a blank line. The buyer broker is supposed to write on that blank line on the face of form 21, the amount of compensation that seller has already offered to buyer's broker through the MLS, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna just make up a number and I will tell you as we're going through this um, discussion, I have a real sensitivity as I know you do also about complying with antitrust oh, yeah. laws. So we're not going to speak of commissions in percentages at all. If we have to use percentage, we'll say something like X percent or Y percent. Mm -hmm. But I'm okay using just dollar values that we might use in expression of a commission amount because that's not tied to any particular transaction, right? So let's say that on the face of Form 21, buyer broker looks at the listing printout, knows the purchase price of the property, does their calculation and says, uh, writes in that blank that the seller is going to pay the buyer broker $15,000. Mm -hmm. And the buyer picks themselves back up off the floor and says, what? You're getting $15,000? I found this house on the internet. You showed it to me. You showed me maybe three houses total. Then your assistant wrote the offer and sent it all to me for electronic signature. And two days later, the seller accepted it. Or maybe I actually at the point that we're writing the offer, mm -hmm. none of that's even happened yet, right? All that they say is, what? <laughs> I found the house. You showed me three houses and you're going to get $15,000? Davina, is that a possible conversation that might happen? It is. Absolutely, but shame on the broker for even getting to the table where that even is a possible conversation. The goal is, I mean, this conversation actually should not happen if you are having the consultation of value and what you do for your buyer before you even go out and show a house. Okay, all right, let's unpack that a little bit. Now, I'm, <laughs> I'm already sensing that this is going to be a longer discussion if you're going to give us actual okay, let me ask you this will you be able to give buyer brokers real discussion points about topics that they could discuss directly with a buyer as to the broker's value can oh, you do oh absolutely so okay wait yes. a minute. okay yes yes let's do that in the next episode okay. in this one i want you to talk about the purpose when that conversation should happen, you said it should never happen when you're writing the purchase and sale agreement. So when should it happen? And what's the goal of that conversation? So this conversation about commission should be happening when you are sitting down and doing your buyer consultation. And if you are not doing a buyer consultation, that's a problem. Okay, what's, what is a buyer consultation? What does that mean? A buyer consultation is a sit down, it's a conversation to get to know 
your client, you know, to talk about, you know, what it is that you're going to be doing for them, what your role is. I mean, here that buyers have so many opportunities to work with different agents and brokers. Why you, right? What are you going to do for them? What is your role throughout the transaction process? And okay, beyond? so that's what we're going to cover in the next episode, right? right? We, yes, and these okay. are the things that you should be. This you should have this conversation. How do I get paid? What I mean, buyers think that we're on a salary and you know we're working for somebody. No, I'm an independent contractor. I get paid once we successfully close on your home. You know, we need to have those conversations up front and whatever discussing the range and and the the dollars about what that actually looks okay. like. Okay, so Davina, help me. Help me visualize where and how this conversation happens. I'm holding an open house, a buyer walks in mm -hmm. and says, yeah, I like this house. I don't think it's really the one for me. Here's what I'm looking for. Could you have that buyer consultation with a buyer at an open house while you're standing there at the kitchen island? Uh, that might, it, it depends. So it depends on if there's no other traffic and you wanna just sit down and have a conversation with them. You possibly can. I mean, you can. You should come to every open house prepared with your buyer information so that you can sit down and go over things. But more appropriately, you probably should be set, setting an appointment with that buyer saying, you know what, I would love to help you um, write an offer, but there is a process that we go through. There are some specific things that you need to know, and I would, let's let's set a time to sit down right after the open house is over or whatever date and time works for you so that we can actually go through the strategy and the information that you need to know so that we can get a successful offer um, accepted on, okay. your, on this property. Okay, so you want this to feel like a real meeting, you're, you've got time to spend with this yep. buyer, you're making eye contact with them, you're listening to what they say, that's, what, that's part of the buyer consultation. So if the buyer is somebody who is referred to you by a friend, mm -hmm. or if it's a floor call that comes in, um, it's a lead that you get, is it always the same that you need to have a buyer consultation? Yes. No matter how the no buyer matter, comes to you. You know what, why cut corners? You know, we are professionals. <laughs> If, 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 if I'm any type of professional, if I'm a dentist, am I not going to tell you that, you know, I'm going to give you some Novocaine and I'm going to, I mean, like, you know, right? We need to have those conversations 100% of the time. And it does not matter where that client comes from. It could be your mom. Mom, I know, you know, you just, I know you don't listen to me much, mom. But this is a, I'm putting my real estate hat on and I need to talk to you and explain to you this process. And, and this mom, this is how I get paid. You know, we talk about, you talk, this is how I get paid, mom, right? I mean, literally, everyone, does not matter. Your best friend, your pastor, I don't care who it is, you can know them or, or not and they can come, at, but 100%, 100%. So in this buyer consultation, we, you want to establish that you're gonna get paid, mm -hmm. and here's how much I expect to get paid, right? Mm -hmm. And you're also going to tell them what you're doing for them in this con consultation in exchange for getting paid, right? The right. value. And in this consultation, um, I always hear brokers say that this is a relationship business, right? It is. So in this consultation, I suspect you're also getting to know them. Is that right? Absolutely. So you're not going to just sit and, and sit down and saying, hey, all right, this is how I get paid, right? <laughs> That's not the way to go about it. 
we want to ask questions, right? Let's start with getting to know your client. Where are you from? Like, what brought you here? What do you like? You, what are you, are you traveling? You know, we talk about different ways to engage in getting to know people. Um, we want to definitely start with relationship building. Okay. And then we go through the consultation and talk about what it is that we do, what, you know, find out what it is that they're looking for. I mean, we, we literally sit down and we have some table talk and um, we ask questions and this is where we just need to listen and then once we get through the process of the you know how um, how we're going to help them in in finding their home um, we then also will need to talk about commission and how we get paid so you know what you don't i know people think you know coming out of the pocket you know this is how it works right so they know because a lot of people don't know there there are buyers that have worked with agents and because they thought that their agent was compensated by their employer, they didn't feel bad going with someone else. Had they known, oh. had that conversation happened, you know, then they would know. And you know, there's the we always talk about as well the importance of the buyer agency agreement. So this buyer agency agreement is going to be super, 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 super important now, even more so because of the changes on the form. And this is the key piece that is gonna help you, guide you through conversations, is that buyer agency agreement. Okay, so you're gonna have buyer consultation every single time, mm -hmm. right? And if you're filling out the form on October 3rd, the purchase and sale agreement, is that is that also the date when you first need to start having buyer consultations is on October 3rd? No, now. Now, you gotta start now. having buyer consultations now. now. Yes. So that when they're writing an offer on October 3rd, you've already laid the foundation, right? Absolutely. So in your buyer consultation, you're going to build a relationship. Mm -hmm. You're going to find out what the buyer wants. You're going to let the you're going to find out what the buyer's expectations mm -hmm. are of you. Mm -hmm. You're going to tell the buyer what services you provide to them. Mm -hmm. You're going to discuss compensation mm -hmm. in in the sense of a dollar value mm -hmm. and in the sense of what what compensation how you get paid, right? You get paid only on a closed transaction. We might, you might get up to the closing table on four different transactions and not close them, and I'm not gonna get paid on any of those. I'm gonna get paid on the fifth one that actually closes, right? right. So all, all of that is part of this consultation mm -hmm. that you have with every single buyer. Absolutely, and it can sound really scary, but if you have your buyer agency agreement, that is your tool to have that conversation. Otherwise, you could be flying by the seat of your pants and feel really awkward and weird if you don't have the buyer agency agreement to lead with that dollar. Okay, so Davina, before, I, I think we need to wrap up this episode, but before we do, I want you to tell me something because I often say that I have the privilege of sitting in the ivory tower and telling everybody in the industry what they should do, but I don't actually have to do it myself. Mm -hmm. What, I look at this logically and say brokers you have conversations with sellers every single day about why they should pay you mm -hmm. to be their listing broker why is it so hard for brokers to have conversations with buyers about buyers paying buyer brokers what's different i think you know the answer to that question annie <laughs> but I, I mean honestly I, the biggest thing and it's really really sad and it's heartbreaking is that we do what we do we get paid a very good fee for what we do, but we don't even see the value in what we do. Brokers themselves. Brokers themselves do not see the value in what they do. And if they don't see the value in what they do, 
how on earth are they going to be able to communicate that value to their client? And this is where it's it's our job, like it's our job as the broker community to help raise each other up and understand how valuable we are. We aren't just going out and showing homes and writing deals. We have so much more value. And if you don't know your value proposition, get one, because you have one. And that's what's so important. And it's heartbreaking, the confidence and the what can happen. And it's tragic when we don't know our own value. I think it's so important, and I'm uh, honestly, you said this already today. You didn't say it in this episode, though, and so I want to. I'm gonna. I want to trigger you. Mm-hmm. It's a bad word. I want to prompt you okay. to say what you said to me a little while ago, which is that brokers aren't selling donuts. What, right. what are brokers doing right. in, in their industry? Right. Well, you know what brokers are doing. It's not like we have houses stacked up, and you know, it's it's you know here to you know this. I mean, it the we're selling relationship. We're selling an experience. We're selling our value, and it is our job. And there's an analogy, and I don't know if this is exactly where you're going, but I mean, like the clearest analogy is um, I'm gonna I'm just gonna use a pair of earrings, right? Some simple old earrings, and maybe they're made out of plastic. Okay, so I've got a pair of these plastic earrings, and you know what? I'm gonna say you got them out of a gumball machine, all right? And so we, you, you know, the little ball that the earrings are in. They're in this little, you know, the little ball. Right. So if you see a pair of these plastic earrings in a in a in the little gumball container, you have to open up, or it's not a gumball. Twenty five cents. Yeah, that's the value, right? Twenty five cents. About twenty five cents. Okay. Right. So now let's take those earrings and let's place them in a really nice little jewelry box, Okay. right? And you open up the jewelry, and maybe the jewelry box has some velvet lining in them. All right, so now- Is the jewelry box in a jewelry store? Let's put the jewelry box, excuse me, in a jewelry store okay. in the counter. So someone has to maybe open up the counter and you know put place them on. So how much are now these, these plastic? $100. $100, okay, wow. 25 cents to $100? I know. Wow, Impressive, okay, right? let's take it to one more level. So now we've got these plastic earrings again that we got out of the, machine for 25 cents and we put them in a um in this exclusively beautiful like high high of the highest in stores they are in a vault right and the there is a guard in front of the vault okay somebody with white gloves and and someone with white gloves has to go it do the code on the vault (laughs) go into the vault Get priceless. these, They're right, not priceless, like they come right? out and they, right, sit these pair of plastic, but the case is absolutely beautiful. Thousands, tens of Thou- thousands. Tens of thousands of dollars. Now, are these the same earrings that were 25 cents, but in different scenarios, the experience around them just is, it creates a value that is almost like, I'll pay $10,000 for that pair of earrings because the experience that I got. And with, so, Real estate brokers are selling houses in real estate, but you're also saying they're selling this experience, a positive Mm -hmm. experience that makes a buyer say, you're worth every penny. Right. 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 So it's, it is, so the, it's not the earrings, it's the experience. Does this experience start with that buyer consultation? Absolutely. That experience starts Actually, it starts before the buyer consultation. 
It's the conversation that leads to the buyer consultation. It's everything, okay? okay. We wanna roll out the red carpet for every, I mean, that's what the experience should be. I mean, we're dealing with the most, you know, expensive, experience or the most expensive investment that you know that someone the purchase those expensive purchases someone's gonna make right that's right they're not buying they're not buying 25 cent earrings these are life-changing decisions that people are making and we need to give them we need to be present we need to be in relationship we need to do our job and that is where the value is okay and and Davina the brokers who are hearing this information they if they're not already doing this they need to start right now absolutely if they want to be able to properly complete the purchase and sale agreement when their buyer finds the property they want to buy right amen yes and i I actually i feel like i'm going to lift myself out of this seat because it is (laughs) so important not to cut the corners and you know we need to lead we all we need each of us is a leader in our space and we need to be leaders we need to lead, lead it yes with professional absolutely integrity yes genuineness relationship yes okay all right i think this is the perfect place to say uh if you have questions on this topic or any other visit warealtor.org follow the links to the legal hotline and ask me a question but please stay tuned for the next episode because Davina is going to talk to you specifically about what that conversation might include between you and your buyer when you explain to you the buyer the value you bring to them through this relationship. Absolutely. I can't wait. Thank you for being a Washington Realtors member.